is episode 12 of Unpack with Jack, and today we're going to be talking about the Calgary Flames season preview, and can Calgary and can Calgary put it together when it matters most? Now, the Flames have the goaltending, the depth, and the star power to contend for his Stanley Cup, in my opinion, for sure. What they don't have is any semblance of proof they can put it all together when it matters most. And Kachuk said uh, the on January tenth, um, we we know we're going to be judged off the players. Said Matthew Kachuk, his club is coming off yet another first round playoff exit, which is true. And yes, it is possible for Calgary to win a cup, but it can be very unlikely because there are a lot of great teams out there. And I think he's right when he says. We're going to be judged off the playoffs. Um, and Calgary is a very competitive team who has a lot of disappoint, disappointing endings in the past. Disappointing endings in the past, like always losing in the first round and or just not making the playoffs at all. And they're going to have to really try and... but And we're gonna, they're going to have to really change that type of playing ability and stick with the newer and more efficient and more easier and all and just better one and they're also gonna have to just take that past and put it behind them and think about their future and what and the present because if they think about the past they'll be nervous and say we can't do this we've lost before and when we're gonna lose again so they're gonna have to put it behind them and just Stay on the present. And now I've said that a lot of times in my other episode. Assuming they can make it to a Stanley Cup, a roster returning almost all its core pieces believes it is equipped to equipped to finally get more over more than just one hump. One and what I mean by hump is like one round of the playoffs. Now the first kind of topic. Oh wait, I forgot something. Now the twenty, the Calgary's record, twenty nineteen twenty twenty season record was thirty six wins, twenty seven losses, and seven overtime losses. Their season finish was they lost in round one to Dallas in six games, which you guys don't know. That. Their top twenty twenty draft pick was Connor Zari, who was twenty fourth overall, and I think he's really good because he got like sixty points in forty games. And the and their off season additions were include Jacob Markstrom, Chris Tanev, Nikita Nesterov, Chris Josh Levo, Dominic Simon, and Joakim Nordstrom. But their subtractions are TJ Brody, Eric Gustafson, Mark Jankowski, Travis Hamanek, Do- Tobias Reeder, Derek Forbert, and Cam Talbot. Which kind of, and I don't, and Calgary is not going to be signing Hamanek, which is a very sad, um, he had a good run in Calgary, and uh, I wish we could have had him longer. Now, the first sort of topic about this episode is the outlook. The core of the Flames remained intact through an offseason, which most moves outside of the Jacob Markstrom and Chris Tynan's were minor. Josh 
Josh Levo and Dominic Sainz have opened camp flip-flopping between Matthew Kachuk, Ellie Slindelman line, and the Johnny Gaudreau and Sean Monaghan line, which I'm not surprised about because Josh Levo and Dominic Simon aren't exactly your super offensive stars like Kachuk or Gaudreau, but they are sort of... Dominic Sainz kind of a veteran who have, and who has very good shooting percentage, and so does Levo. And like I said in my other videos, they I think they can improve Gaudreau and Sean Manahan if they go on that line. All four of those additions serve to improve Canada's deepest team with Markstrom completing with the league's only roster with two all-star goalies on it from last year. And, yeah, two all-star goalies on it from last year, like Demko and Markstrom. Now, I like Markstrom. He is that kind of guy who will be able to play lots of games and either not get hurt or just keep going and be able to, and still be able to be decent, which is very important in a goalie. Like, he, well, the long story short, he's very consistent and games and his career and uh, he's he's just in his prime and I think he'll do very well with um, Calgary this year. And Calgary's also got a revamped defense will count on former Norris Trophy winner Mark Giordano to main his level at age 37 while youngsters like Rasmus Anderson or Noah Hannafin and a rookie and finish and rookie finish defenseman who's Oval Mackey have really shown that they are ready to take on bigger rules in a group as studied by as studied by Tanev. With his interim tag removed in the offseason and a chance to fully Im implement his style of play, Coach Jeff Ward is asking the lads to focus even more on their defensive play. With an eye on creative turnovers that translate into quick strike offense. And I'm not surprised because I'm not surprised about that either. Uh, the Calgary Flames did get a lot of turnovers in their defensive zone and that's not very good. And that's not very good. And because you don't want to turn over the puck, because that means they have the puck, and when you should be having the puck. So uh, yeah, they'll really have to be improving them. And the team's depth up front, like Michael Backlund and Andrew Mangiapane, who also ha are ready to take bigger roles. With Mangiapane doing super well in the um, last year, getting 38 points and 17 goals. In, in his second year, and on on the on the first line with Kachuk. Now that may not seem 30, 38 points may not seem like a lot, but when he's never played a big role before and has always just been on the third or fourth line. So the fact when he got a first line chance, he's. When he's got a first-line chance, he really showed the team that he had what it takes. And the team's best line in the play-in play and playoffs, which is Milan Lucci, Sampe, and Dylan Dubé, is now the close fourth unit. And I'm not surprised. 
Miramichi, Sam Bennett, and Dylan Dubé are kind of like Mangiapane. They were. They never got taken up to the. They never got taken up to the first line like Mangiapane did. But they did. But they're just not. If you put them in the fourth line, and if you put them in the first line, I know where. I know why Jeff Worried put them in the um, first fourth line because if you were to put them in the fir- first line and give them a lot of time to score I don't know if they would be able to prove that but it's always possible I mean I don't want to criticize them too much but I think um, Jeff Ward made a smart move there and I think and they're really good on the penalty penalty kill too on my, in my opinion no wonder players are focused squarely on chasing the Stanley Cup. While COVID-19 could certainly throw a wrench in any team's plans, the Flames' depth in a 56-game war of attrition should give them an advantage. Now, I said this in my, well, last, last video, in my 10th episode, where it should give them, it should give them an advantage because the every the Flames... Um, the reason why I think it should give them an advantage because when they have a lower amount, they won't be able to work as hard. Now, that may sound lazy, but if the Flames do well, then that shortened season kind of has something to do with it because they won't be able to out, outplay anyone or and just get and won't have to worry as much about points percentage and just... Stay focused on, and it'll just be a quick breeze through the season and focusing on the playoffs and the cup. And the Calgary Flames manager has worked hard to ensure this is no longer a team that goes as Goudreau and Monhango. There are plenty of other difference makers throughout the lineup. And for the Calgary Flames, I think winning the Canadian division is a very strong possibility. Okay, now that was enough of the outlook, and that was a very long topic, in my opinion, and you'll probably find that was about like ten minutes long, and um, but there's a lot to talk about there, so I had to take my time. Now let's move on to the X Factor, aka Matthew Kachuk, and no one stirs the flames drink more than the future captain, and he is probably going to be the future captain because he's got amazing leadership skills and a good scorer. And when you put that together, well, you got a perfect captain. Now, Giordano is a defenseman who doesn't score as much, but he did get 74 points in 2019. He's not that points percentage guy that Kachuk probably will be if he's captain, but he is. But Giordano was named captain from Aguila because leadership is the biggest part of being a captain and leading your team through the playoffs. And leading your team to the playoffs and to the Stanley Cup and through the season and through their problems and just take them the entire journey through the 82-game season or, like this year, 56-game season. And no one can elevate the game or just excite the game more than Matthew Kachuk, who led all flame scores last year while also drawing the most penalties. <laughs> Which, actually, the mo- 
Drawing the most penalties is a good thing because he puts, he makes people want to hurt him. He makes people want to trip him, which will get them in the penalty box. He makes people want to board him or cross-check him, and that's a good thing because if you, the more drawing, the more drawing penalties, the more, the more that power plays, and the more power plays, the more scoring which leads to winning games, which leads to playoffs. So that's a very good thing that he draws penalties. And he is, and he, I'm very nuts. And like you saw in the past three seasons he's played, he will be the this division's premier agitator figures to be the most prominent figure in almost every divisional matchup giving Canadians from coast to coast an opportunity to gain newfound respect for, or hatred of him, for him. It's going to be very exciting to see what he'll do. Now, let's move on to the player who could survive, surprise a lot of people, Dylan Dubé. Now, he was put on the fourth line because he's young and hasn't proven what he how he can score. Maybe he has in training camp, and maybe Jeff Ward has really started to gain on him. But so far, right now, he's on the fourth line with Lucic and Bennett. But I think in the future, he could be on the first line because he he when he he was he was a former captain of Canada's junior team in 2019, and he led them to the gold medal. And because of the 20, because of Dubé's versatility and ability to check and skate. He had that. That's why he has open camp on the same depth and energy line with Milan Lucic and Sam Bennett, that ran the show against Winnipeg in Dallas in the postseason, which is true. If you didn't watch, if you didn't watch um, Calgary's uh, playoffs, then you're gonna have to. First of all, you're gonna have to check my episode on the playoffs. It's called Calgary Flames Playoff Edition. But if you didn't see it, but you don't have to, but if you didn't see it, it it, it would def Milan Lucic and Sam Bennett and Dylan Dubé would definitely catch your attention because they not only did they not only did they get the most points, but they were just an amazing line that could really prove what they were made of. However, many believe that he'll soon make the jump to one of the top two lines where a 20-goal season in the next couple of years would shock no one. And I just, and I'm not surprised about that. Okay, this, that was the end of episode 12 of the Calgary Flames season preview. And can Calgary put it together when it matters most? Now remember, if you can't hack it, I'll unpack it. Goodbye.